Welcome to Novice to Master, a podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs just like myself. My name's Greg Blake, and I invite you to celebrate in all of my successes, push through all of my failures. My goal here is to encourage and to inspire other people who are on the same journey in money making online. I'll share with you my knowledge everything that I gain and what I've got to offer to hopefully help you push through on your journey from novice to master. Welcome back to Novice to Master. Uh, Today on the podcast, we have a special guest. Um, You guys have heard me talk about starting my copywriting career and all that. And today you're actually going to get to meet one of my mentors. So thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. It's great to be here. All right. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, let everybody know, you know a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Nikki Krawczyk, uh, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years now, uh, writing for great big multi-billion dollar businesses, solopreneurs, every size business in between. Um, and then about seven or eight years ago, I started teaching people how to build copywriting careers of their own, which is, of course, how you and I got connected. Yep. Um, now, one of the neatest things, like I, I love the name for your, your company itself, the Filthy Rich Writer. I think that was actually what caught my, my attention before I even, you know, read into the CCA. Um, but do you want to share a little bit about how you came up with that? Definitely. So, you know, back then I was trying to to come up with something that would convey what copywriting is and what makes it different but also at the same time kind of stop people in their tracks. Um, I'm glad to hear that you like Filthy Rich Writer. There are a lot of people on the internet who really hate Filthy Rich Writer, (laughs) but you know what? Then I don't want to work with them anyway. Um, To me, being Filthy Rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and getting paid well for doing it. Like that's the dream, right? Yeah. And for a lot of people that love writing, they all grew up and maybe still believe that you can't make a good living as a writer. And very sadly, for the most part, that's true, Um, except for copywriting, uh, which is, you know, is, is advertising, marketing, writing. Um, that is this, this almost little known, depends on what circles you're in, but um, relatively little known um, field in writing uh, in which you can get paid very well for doing what you do. And so I named the company Filthy Rich Writer because I really kind of wanted people to see that and go, wait, what? filthy rich writer. Is that possible? Is that a thing? Uh, and to, to look more into it, to, to read a little bit more about what we have to say and what we have to offer. And even just to learn a little bit about copywriting, because it's for a lot of writers who, again, believe that they'd never make any amount of money as a writer. It's can be a, a really um, amazing career, really enlightening what you can do with your writing skill. Yeah, it's crazy how like vast of a career this could be from freelancing. Um, see, there were there were parts I didn't even realize before. You know, I got into doing this and through CCA about uh, you know just some of the things you could do. Like I knew you could do freelance, and I know you could work for companies, but I didn't know how many you know like the contracting, um, you know, the people that took you in temporary, and just some of the stuff that I picked up and learned about what you can do with the skill of copywriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, there are many great things about copywriting, but one of the especially cool things is it's really flexible. You know, you can decide what you want your career to look like and be like, or you can switch it up every couple of years. You know, I'm, I'm full-time freelance, or I shouldn't say full-time freelance now, but I'm freelance to take freelance clients. I'm still in the weeds every day writing copy, um, but also, of course, teaching people how to write copy. But um, in the past, I've been on staff. I've been a contractor. I've been a freelancer. And basically, I kind of switch it up when I get bored. When I've done what I can do for a company, I move on to, to the next thing. And it's really kind of... Um, up to you what opportunities you want to take on and how you want your life to look for however long. Right on. Yeah, I know uh, one of the things I always pictured or one of the goals I had was being able to take it to writing on a beach, sitting there, you know, in the sun, just doing whatever. And 
Yep, absolutely. Goal. Absolutely. I mean, I will say that writing in a cafe is a little bit easier because at least you have a place to plug in your laptop. But um, but yeah, definitely. And I mean, completely honestly, I've I've done that. I've sat on a beach with my computer talking to clients or I've been on a train in Germany and writing copy. And it's, but at the same time, I've also been at my kitchen table and paused to go do a little grocery shopping. So it's really kind of what you want to make of it. Right on. Yeah, that, that's probably the best thing about it. Like, uh, I actually get to make my own hours and time now, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we talked a little bit just on the idea of the CCA and Comprehensive Copywriting Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you started that, you said it was what five years ago, seven years ago, like seven or eight years. I think very. I think technically it was 2012 that I started really putting it together, and maybe the beginning of 2013 that I first launched it. Okay. Now, when you first envisioned what you were doing with it, did you actually think it was going to get to what it is now? I mean, like you open the members area and there's literally this whole section on just, this is the basics of copywriting. And then you've got down to the next section, Facebook ads, how to sell, you know, pretty much everything you need to know to run with. Yeah. Um, when I first built it, it was really that, that foundations, um, the foundation, you know, cause you're in it, but the, the foundations course, which really goes through the, the fundamentals of copywriting and then building on that with uh, more advanced techniques and what it's like to take a project from, from inception to completion, how to find clients, how to build your portfolio. And as you know, we pack a ton into the, that foundations course, okay. but, um, as I was going and as I was working with students, I, they would, bring me questions and I would say, huh, you know, it's a great question. Let me create a course about that or let me add that in there. So now uh, we have that foundations course, which is always where I recommend students start. But beyond that, we have 15 plus additional courses. Mm -hmm. So um, (laughs) people say, wow, there's so much in there. I say, yeah, I really called it comprehensive for a reason because there is so much additional um, information in there. And it's really, we've designed it so that it is, um, it's self-paced, but at the same time also our students have lifetime access. So they can um, go through the foundations course, go through additional courses like how to build your portfolio, how to land your first clients, that kind of thing, and then pop back into it as needed, whether they need a refresher or whether they get tasked to write a webinar for someone and they go, oh my gosh, I got a client that wants me to write a webinar. I don't know how to do it. Great. Watch the course. Right, right. Yeah. I, that was one cool thing I liked about uh, just the whole thing. The CCA is almost every single one of the videos is made in between like 10 and 15 minutes. So it's brought down to little sections that you can literally, if you got to move at your own pace, you can take one or two. And if it's something, that section is something you really need notes on. You can just follow along and take the notes, come back to rewatch. And it's not, you know, daunting. There's no hour long videos. There's, you know, cause that, that honestly, that, that gets frustrating when you've got the hour long videos and you miss two seconds and, skipping back and forth. It's horrible, but yeah, I agree. I'm a big course consumer myself because you know, never stop learning. Right. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I have a real hard time moving on to the next section where they're like this course or this video is an hour. And I go, oh, I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this isn't the course for me. Yeah, um, no kidding. <laughs> no, I, I'm the same way though. Like I've gotten, uh, before I got into CCA, um, I actually got introduced to copywriting through learning marketing and I actually took, it was a course on email marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was an ongoing forever course. I eventually, I, you know, had to drop out of it just because it was so long and ongoing. Um, But I started out learning email copywriting. I didn't even know I was learning it. I just got really good at it to cold audiences. And I was like, Oh, Oh, you mean people will pay me for that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> I know, and real well too. But yes, uh, they will. now I got into uh, got into that, and you know, then it was one funnel away challenge with click funnels. And there's always I've always got something going. I'm learning from, so it's real cool to hear somebody else does too without getting stuck. Oh, Some absolutely. Of, mm-hmm. yeah, people get stuck on that. They start one and then another, and it's I don't know. I guess it's something you gotta. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's it's also very easy to buy courses and then feel like it's a success because you bought a course yeah. and then not actually ever go back in and do it, you know. 
yeah, you should see my bookmarks. I have one entire folder that's nothing but copywriting courses. And it was like, oh, this one's only 20 bucks. Oh, a hundred bucks. And yeah, it's really easy. But uh, anyways, back to yours again, though. Um, one of the other neat things, I like the, uh, the setup, the way you guys have the coaching calls and lives throughout, you know. Um, there's a, cause they've got what you and Kate are almost always in the room. There's always someone to talk to. And well, I guess anybody who isn't in it doesn't know who Kate is, but it's, uh, like head coach and she's really active in the group. So you can't ask questions without getting answers, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that you are, you're learning a new career, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's for, a, for most of the students coming in, they have no background in marketing, uh, no background in professional writing. And, um, it's, it's a full career. And as you know, there's, there's a lot involved with that. And so people should have questions. I'd be really concerned if they didn't have questions. Right. So we have our, our monthly coaching call. And then we have um, once a month, as you know, I'll do a Facebook live in our group and kind of deep dive into an additional topic, maybe something that I've seen coming up in the group or, or just a question that I thought, oh, you know, maybe we should discuss this a little bit more. And then we've got all those videos saved in the Facebook group as well. Yeah. Yeah, it makes real nice resources uh, for later to go back and look through. Um, another neat thing, which I've seen with a lot of the copywriting courses I've taken, which, I mean, you know, the price on them, that's another note. We'll talk about that in a few. But uh, they all have, you know, they have videos and they tell you, you know, oh, this is this is how you do it. This is the idea. They get it across to you and get you started on something, but most of them don't force you into any position of action which so it removes the hands-on and that was one of the other things about your course um with your action sheets yeah i mean if i had wanted to create a a true you know passive income product then yeah i could have sold the course where you kind of you're you're completely on your own but that's how are you possibly going to learn to write copy well if you're not getting any kind of feedback you know if you're in in a vacuum and then you're going to sell yourself to clients and clients are going to go you need to change this and you're not even going to know how to change it you know yeah. um so it was really important to me that we have those elements of of feedback and you know as you know in the coaching calls i'm happy to review your portfolio sites i'm happy to review pitch emails i'm happy to review client work you know um and then as in the facebook group um we have it's been like one of the greatest delights in building this business is seeing what an incredible community we've built you know it's like the nicest people in the world and the, the smartest and the most supportive people in the world i know they're always at least once or twice a day there are people posting and saying this is my first time i'm really nervous and then like 12 people chime in they're like don't worry about it great try. Yeah. you know like it's like the, the, one of the most um, fun things about building this company is seeing how our community has come together. Um, but so within the Facebook group, you know, people can post those action sheets and uh, your fellow students will give you feedback. We have student coaches, um, Kate, our head coach is in there. I'm in there giving my two cents here and there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, you can't become a good writer, really a writer of any kind, but especially a good copywriter, if you're not getting any kind of feedback. And so I think that is a really important part of, of the process. Definitely. And it was one of the nicest things about this whole, it's like, uh, it's almost like a living course in a way because of that. So, you know, it's, it's really nice that, you know, you have all that in there, feedback, group, everything. So uh, one of the things, um, you know, on top of the fact that you've got the whole community and all of that as you know, a resource to it. Um, we had talked about coaching calls a little bit mm -hmm. every month in this group. Of, I mean, as long as you're a member and even when you're past the point that you really need the course anymore, you've still got the coaching calls where, I mean, you can literally drop stuff in the room, email you, or even catch you on the call and just, Hey, Hey, uh, you want to look at this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I have talked to other business owners and business coaches and they said, oh, how, you know, how do you structure it? I said, well, people purchase and they get, you know, the access to the Facebook group and access to the coaching calls. And they say, well, how long does that last? Is that like a six month thing? Is that a year thing? I say, well, no, just kind of, <laughs> just kind of leave it open. Because the thing is, 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 
people are naturally going to drop off when they need it a little bit less. Mm. But you know, if you're if you're two years in and you have a question or or you need a little feedback or so you just need a little support or something, um, I want people to be able to to come back and be a part of this group, still be a part of this group. You know, um, it's so cool to see. You know, in the Facebook group, people naturally drop off as they get busy. So one of the things, like I talked about it just a few minutes ago talking about like uh just the value of the course and the price of it um when you look at a lot of copywriting courses i mean you'll get the very bare bones intro for anywhere up to like three four hundred and the in-depth is like thousands sometimes it's a thousand dollars a month um how did you pick your pricing structure before we even say what it is um well you know it's because it's been, uh, and you know what it's like as you're, you're growing and building a business. Um, it was originally um, a, a set price. And then for a while I tried a membership structure and I didn't like that as much. Um, and the, the number that I ended up with and is what I felt was a deal. Honestly, I, and I don't, I don't say that in a like, I'm getting you a deal. It's, but we packed a ton of stuff in there and, but at the same time, I wanted to create the kind of course I would have wanted when I was just getting started. You know, I mean, I was lucky in that um, a billion years ago when I was in high school, my dad was a marketing director and would bring home extra work for me to do. And so I kind of learned it a lot that way. But when I went out on my own after college um, and a, couple of other strange jobs. But when I went out on my own, I absolutely made a ton of mistakes and probably lost several clients because I knew what I was doing, but I didn't have any real resources. I kind of had to figure it out as, mm-hmm. as I went along. And so what I put together was the kind of course that I would have <laughs> desperately wanted when I was getting started, really for those first like five years that I was getting started. Cause it's, as you know, it's not just about, okay, yeah, you've landed your first client now be done with you or be off with you. Um, cause it's really, our goal is to get you not just, yes, absolutely get you up and going and landing your first client, but our goal is to get you. So you have a steady stream of income, whether that be on staff or whether that be as a freelancer or even, you know, as a part-time, uh, as a, a side hustle. Um, but so what I, what I ended up doing was that I chose a price that I felt was, was a deal, but also wasn't going to close the door for people who were in their careers and exhausted and didn't want to have to look at something and go, wow, I've really got to save up for that. I've got to save up for a good couple of years in order to pay for that. I want it to be, I wanted it to be I mean, it's not, it's not a $20 course. It's not a hundred dollar course. Um, and that's for a reason. Cause frankly, we want people who are serious about yeah. starting a career, serious about earning that investment back. Um, and then some, I mean, it's designed <laughs> to earn that investment back and that like thousands and thousands of times over. Um, and then over the course of, of your career lifetime, you know, but I, at the same time, I wanted it to be a price that people could go, even if it's a little bit of a stretch, they could go, okay. I can do that. And I also try to make it clear, but it's, it's hard, you know, when people don't, people don't necessarily know you and they're not in it yet. So they can't, they can't exactly see what it, what it all entails. But um, I do try to make it clear that like, unlike with other types of purchases, and this is kind of the the same with, with many courses, although I've taken Mm -hmm. some crummy ones, um, as opposed to like, an iPhone, like you spend 800 bucks on an iPhone and it's gone. Like, okay, great. You can surf the internet, you can make calls, but it's, it's gone. Whereas with a course like ours and a course, like hopefully many courses out there, it's really designed to help you make that back. And then again, and again, and again, and again, to really pay for itself. And if it doesn't, then, then, um, not if it doesn't, if you put in the work, it will, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the nice thing. It's, I mean, uh, what actually attracted me to it, uh, to begin with was I happened to see one of the ads talking about building your business as a copywriter. Cause like I said, I, you know, kind of worked in co- or le- been learning copywriting for a little bit. And my biggest struggle when I found CCA was actually finding clients. 
because before then it was like you know upwork uh fiverr you know wherever you could grab whatever you could grab and that's not always the best solution for anything is because at that point if you don't know how to find clients you're basically picking up everybody else's you know what they turned down and said no i'm i'm good Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about up and the funny thing is, is there are a lot of freelance gurus out there who are like, yeah, Upwork and Fiverr and that's the way to go. But the problem is on Upwork and Fiverr, you're putting in so much upfront effort just to submit a proposal and we're copywriters. So that be, better be a well-written proposal. You're putting in so much effort just to submit a proposal. And the problem too is that, and I can say this because I will hire designers or developers off of Upwork or freelance. I wouldn't hire writers off there, but um, I don't need to. I know a lot of very talented ones. But um, people are looking for the best they can get for the cheapest they can get. And that means that in order to compete, you're going to have to drop your rates just to get a chance at being considered. So you're already putting in so much time up front and best case scenario, best like worst case scenario, you put a ton of uh, put a ton of effort into proposals and they never even look at your proposal. Best case scenario is you get the job, but you get it for way less than you could if you were pitching your own clients. And so you're effectively giving yourself a, a salary cut because you're opting to use Upwork or Fiverr or, or something like that instead of directly pitching clients. Yeah, I, that was one thing I've noticed like when I first started on it was I would literally write, I don't know, maybe I think at one point I had like 65 different proposals out at once and out of it I landed I think six and <laughs> most of them weren't that, you know, like it was like $25 they wanted, you know, to pay me for a sales letter. I'm like, Ah, uh, pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mean that sales letter that you should be charged that I should be charging you at least a thousand for? It? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's and the 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 ratio is wrong. You know, it's or it's not it's not a good ratio for us. It's no. one project and however many copywriters. Whereas when you're pitching, it's one you and numerous opportunities. Yeah, I'll tell you the weirdest one I had because I mean I still keep you know Upwork as a if I got nothing else going on. I have to bring in some money. I'm, I'm on Upwork and you know, it's whatever it is. If I got, you know, a week where I have nobody planned in 300 bucks for an email series, isn't bad. Um, so what I actually, what I've seen at least as the worst was I actually had a guy who was, you know, he's like, Oh, I need this sales page done. You know, I I'll definitely, we got a good budget for it. You know, we, we really liked your portfolio. I said, all right, can I get you on a call? I said, yeah, that's fine. We'll get on a call. I get on a call. There's like seven other copywriters from Upwork and he's offering, you know, we're going to hire all of you. I want you all to work on this one page. And then we're going to take all of your pages and we're going to smush them together. And I was like, I said, all right, well, if you got the budget for it, dude, whatever you want to do with the deliverable, I give you. And he asked for the price. I gave him the price. He didn't want to pay more than a hundred bucks for a sales page. I was like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. They just, it's weird to see how many people on there. That's what they're fishing for is I guess well, they figure. And part of the problem too, is that, you know, most clients don't know how to work with a copywriter, no, you know? All. So a big part of our job is to kind of educate them is to on that initial call, you know, on the discovery call, not just to talk about the, the projects that you could take on, but also to help them understand how the process is going to go, you know, okay, well, great. And if you want to move forward, we'll have an input call. And then I'm going to get all the information that I possibly can get and make sure I understand your business inside and out, understand this project inside and out, and then I'm going to write it. And then I'll send, or I'll give it to you. We can either go through it on the phone or by email. And then, you know, I'm sure you'll have some feedback. So I'm going to make those changes and then we'll send it back and we'll keep going until you're absolutely delighted with the project. And then, most clients just don't understand that that is, yeah. I mean, and that's obviously pretty simplified, but it also doesn't need to be much more complicated than that. But <laughs> love that. The idea of seven different copywriters all writing oh, the same yeah. thing and then them, that's crazy. Well, and then also, so presumably he would have paid a hundred bucks to each of the seven copywriters. Yeah. So 
he could have just picked, I mean, the 700 bucks is not a, not, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a a great rate for a sales page, but like, it's not too, too, too terrible. Um, It's, it's reasonable if you're looking to make some cash and you have nothing else coming in. Like, yeah, pay one copywriter. That's what I said. That's exactly what my response to him was. (laughs) Strange thing. But can you imagine what a pain in the rear end it would have been to work with this guy? Like, if that's how he thinks the project should go, this, Every once in a while, you'll have like you'll have an initial call with a client, and they'll be like blah 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 blah, and you'll get those like mm, that's a that's okay, that's at least a yellow flag, that's yeah. a ooh that that the flag's turning orange. Nope, that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Ah, looks like my schedule is going to be a little too busy to accommodate that. Yep. Ooh, God, I don't have time for uh, you know donations. Gee, that's Not yeah, exactly. Today. Sounds like such a great project, but ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's everybody. I mean, it's weird though, because of the fact that, like you said, a lot of people don't understand what the relationship of working with a copywriter is. It's, it's just crazy. Some of the things you hear, I've, I've had some where it's like, uh, you know, um, oh, it's just the same kind of like level of what they, you know, expect it should be. They're thinking like freelance writers, like they'll be like, okay, how about words per minute or not per minute word, you know, paper word. Yeah. And it's like, no, uh-uh. no, thank you. No. The difference, which I actually explained to one and anybody who's listening who doesn't understand might, this maybe may kind of give them the idea how it works, but the difference between, you know, or the way I've explained it is the difference between paying a content writer words per minute versus paying me project is my words are worth four or five times what the content writers are because mine are, they're going to make something happen. You know, I'm selling you magic words. They're just giving you the dictionary. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a great way of putting it. Well, and as copywriters, part of what our job is, is to convey the message. I mean, get the brand voice in there. Absolutely. But convey the message as effectively as possible and generally as concisely as possible. Right. You don't go to a sales page because you want to read a bunch of words or maybe sales page isn't a great idea because I mean, a great example because they do get long, but (laughs) it's because sometimes you do, you want to read like, if I'm going to invest two grand, I want to see what this is all about. But, um, but like most projects, you want to get that, that information in there and you want to get it to them effectively and efficiently. And if we're charging by the word, we are, if if we're charging by the word and we're also trying to be as concise as possible, we're effectively giving ourselves a, a salary yep. decrease. You know, we're, we're penalizing ourselves for doing our jobs well. So yeah, no copywriter should ever be charging by the word. And frankly, it's a mark of someone who's kind of dabbling in copywriting or yeah. doesn't really know what copywriting is when they say they charge by the word. Yeah. It's that, that's what I've always, and- one of my friends, he's a copywriter, actually told me, you know, because I was talking to him about it. He goes, dude, the moment you hear cost per word, you just say, have a good day. It was really great to get to know you. And mm-hmm. we, and it's like, yeah, true. Which, like, to give you, like, an example, I mean, or for people at home, if, uh, what you're saying, like, I wrote, I actually wrote a couple DSLs for somebody not long ago. And when I write, I'm running through, I just basically purge my whole mind onto the piece of paper. You know, I'm on that train and then I go back and I cut stuff. And once the initial one might be worth a good bit at words or, you know, cost per word, but by the time we're done, I, you know, I did more cutting out than I did, you know, leaving in. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they pay us cost, if they pay us per word, it would make sense for us to pack as much in there as possible. And that's, that's <laughs> not what they want. Yeah, it would sound too infomercially. Uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you remember they probably still have them on, but you remember they just pack on like adjective ad- after adjective, and this is super fantastic, fantastically amazing, you know. And yeah, exactly, <laughs> and just repeating yourself a million times, and and you know, it's not to say that that content writing is is a bad thing. And as you know, sometimes our copywriting clients will be like, Hey, can you write a blog post for me? And absolutely can. If you want to do it, great. But we charge our copywriting rate because we have the strategy that comes with being trained as copywriters. Part of the reason that it's hard to make a good living as 
a content, well, kind of two reasons, but part of the reason that's hard to make a good writing, a good living as a content writer is because the barrier to entry is really low. You know, if you have some, some basic understanding of writing, you can write a blog post and you can charge people for it. Um, but even the people who are able to get, um, even people who are able to get like a hundred or 200 bucks for blog posts, when you spend all day long trying to churn out blog posts, trying to get up to that seven figure, you know, excuse seven figure, six figure a year salary, you're going to burn out real fast. Yeah. Writing blog posts day after day for eight, nine, 10 hours. It's, it's not a career that lasts long. It's very much a churn and burn industry. Definitely. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, there is nothing wrong with it. If you can get into content writing and that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, myself though, what I've done with it so far is if I get content, you know, a content offer, there's sometimes if I really like the company, I'll take it. If I'm just trying to get in my foot in the door to get to the copy work, I'll take it. Or if, you know, it's a client that I've worked with quite a few times and they're like, Hey, listen, we like the way you write. You're the one we want to do this. I go, ah. I hate content, but I'll do it, you know, and, but that, that's about it for as far as, you know, my standpoint on content with my career. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If, if it's for a, for a good client and they really want me to do it, I'll do it. But generally it's, I don't love to, I love the, I love the strategy that's involved in, I mean, and there is strategy in content, but not nearly as much as in copywriting, like creating that you, I mean, you know how the industry is. Some people are like, oh, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to. No, it's copywriting is about creating this connection between people who have a need or a want and the, the company or organization that has the, the solution to the yeah. need or that want and using our copy and, and writing copy that is that resonates with that target audience and makes them like understand what a great solution this is and it connects with them and makes them go oh my gosh this is exactly what i need they're in my head like being able to do that is is such a fun thing and getting to that point it's it's this really fun combination of of creativity and and strategy you know it's almost in a way it's kind of like a word puzzle and i just i love that about copywriting you don't really get that as much with content writing it's much more about like here's your topic here's the the general message you want to get across now put your head down and type you know yeah pretty much but it, yeah i like the way you uh describe it as a word puzzle though um that is really cool like I, and that's another thing like just the fact that there's the strategy behind it which it's not impossible you know i, I had another friend of mine that's a copywriter on and we were talking about the once you learn it it's not impossible from the outside it looks a lot harder than it is uh, either that or it looks way easier than it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of the two. But once you're in and you're in it, it's you're frustrated the first couple of times you write and you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this right. And then you actually each piece you write, you have more of an understanding of what you're doing. And the fact that all I'm doing is following the same guideline or same strategy, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you're never looking at a blank page. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, I mean, you may, yes, you may open, literally open a blank word doc, but you always have messages, key, key elements that you need to hit on, you know, mm -hmm. and you always know what you're trying to get across and you always know the why of what you're trying to get across. And you know what you're trying to get that target audience to do and you know who that target audience is and what kind of wording is going to resonate with you, with them. And that lets you create an outline. And from there you can fill that outline in um, and then, you know, go back and revise and, and really dial it in. But um, it's never sitting at a page, go, sitting looking at a page and going, hmm, what am I going to write? You always go in with, with goals that you're trying to hit with parameters, you know. And that really, <laughs> it sounds funny, but having, having parameters lets you be so much more creative, really kind of frees you up to be creative in a way that having a full blank page just doesn't. Definitely. Um, that's actually, uh, you know, thinking on that, just the ideas of, I mean, you have your key elements that it, no matter what, you know, it's going to be there like bullet points, uh, you know, the headline, the sub headline, and essentially a lot of new copy is almost just a paragraph and that depending on what you're doing, of course, like, I mean, you can write emails and Facebook ads and that's basically all you have to have. Um, now, once you get into sales pages, sales letters, and landers, it's you're better off to have more. But yeah, 
it's like actually it was weird because uh speaking of like copy deliverables uh, i had a late die um speaking of uh copy deliverables though um i had the first time i actually wrote an advertorial mm-hmm. i had no clue what one was when i first started it and i'm like Man, what is it like, all right all right uh, fortunately it was actually for somebody you know it was third party on it yeah They're like okay this is what you want to write so all right like okay i gotcha i gotcha yeah, yeah. cool yeah cool. advertorials are fun they're they're kind of that um that kind of mix of content and copy where it's <laughs> on the on the the upper level it's i'm just it's this light blog post or article that I'm writing, but the whole time seated throughout it is that copywriting strategy to make them, to influence, I don't want to sound um, um, like an evil genius. tricky about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I am an evil genius, but um, yeah, uh, but, but, you know, you're seeding the thoughts throughout it to get them to, to take an action at the end. Yeah. Just right. not as overt as you would usually be in, in most copy. Yeah. But yeah, they're interesting projects. Yeah. It was weird. The first one I wrote, he's like, okay, you did this absolutely wrong. I was like, <gasps> oh man. I was like, it's basically a blog post, right? He goes, well, sort of. And that's where, that's one of the nicest things that I like about when you work with another copywriter. And that's actually one of the upsides to having the group too, is you can just, you know, go in and talk to people and there's a lot that are ahead of you, a lot that are behind you. And mm-hmm. I know I was about to say, were you a member of the CCA yet? You should have posted in the group. Yeah, I had, uh, it was, it was literally one of those, uh, I don't, see, I, I have, uh, one of the things that keeps my career going is I have, uh, a couple of friends who work for agencies mm-hmm. and when they get a project, it's like, Hey man, uh, you want to do this? I don't. So, all right, I'll do it. And yes, it is. It's like, all right, well, here's the catch. It's due tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Too late to say no. Too late to say no. You already yeah. said yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Cancel tonight's plans. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's why, like, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I enjoy doing it, though, copywriting just in general, which I know you do, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, before we stray too far from the talk on, uh, you know, on Comprehensive Copywriting Academy, uh, we had kind of started to aim towards what the price on it is and how you picked it. Um, I'll let you go ahead and, you know, talk, and about, talk yeah, more about how I picked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's, it really is, like I said, I was kind of aiming for that, that general bullseye of it. It's not so low that just anyone will join because again, we don't, while I want everyone who is interested to, to be able to, to learn about copying and research copywriting, you know, our group is, it's, her community is, is very important to me. And I want to have people in the group who are really serious about doing something with copywriting, whether that be full-time freelance or whether that be on staff or really whether it's, it's, you know, a side hustle. We have plenty of people that have a full-time job and do copywriting part-time just to either supplement their income or, you know, save up for, for vacations, that kind of thing. Um, so I wanted it to be accessible enough that they could, um, that they could make that purchase, but also, um, but it still should feel like an investment, you know, and it's a 20, $20 course is not what we were aiming to create ever, what I was aiming to create ever. Nobody would take it seriously at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which you see all kinds of prices. I know you're probably talking about how you are with courses the same way as me is keeping, you know, forever learning. Um, you've probably seen the $20, hundred dollars, thousand dollars. And it's, they're, they're just all over the place. But I, I will say that honestly, you know, getting into CCA was one of the best investments I made. Um, it kind of, you know, like I said, I, I saw it and I was like, oh man, I was like, okay, this is how I'm, I'm going to get more clients and all that. But even having already learned some of what copywriting was and a lot of the basics and having already started doing it a little bit, getting in and going back through the basics, uh, the part nobody really understands that everybody has a different way of learning and teaching. So you teaching the basics of it is different than when I learned them from this guy and learned them from that guy. And, you know, so there was still something of value in there for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and you know, the thing is, is that it's, it's, you're never done learning. Yeah. I mean, kind of never done learning 
anything, but with copywriting, there are always new things to learn or new, new, I don't want to say techniques because that makes it sound a little gimmicky, but, but new avenues to explore. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's fun, you know, it's fun to keep learning and fun to keep, to keep adding to that, to that store of knowledge and to that expertise. You know, the more you learn, the more you practice, your expertise only grows and your ability to charge higher and higher only grows. Definitely. Yeah. The more, the more, you know, the more valuable you are. Um, yeah. Was it, I forget, uh, I'm wanting to say it might've been was it Gary Halbert said, pick one thing you enjoy and just focus in on it and just do it. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. And which is that, you know, that brings us back to the learning thing, but Actually, let me get your thoughts on something. Have you noticed uh, all the, which, you know, storytelling has always been a part of what copywriters do and it's always been in there, but now people are doing entire like story brand. uh, It's actually getting to a point. They're actually terming it as story selling. Have you, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that whole thing? I think the, the strictly the story brand um, is, is, is brilliant because what it is, is it's all it as, have you read the book? No, I haven't yet. It's on my list though. You should read the book. Um, it's a good book, but when you read it, you're going to be like, okay, know this stuff. This is, he's basically just teaching copywriting, Yeah. but he's putting it in, he's putting it in a different kind of structure. You know, he talks about the hero's journey and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, and that can, you know, help uh, uh, people understand these concepts in a different way, but it's really, it's, it's still, it's still, it's still copywriting, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there, and there, um, you know, there's, there's people call, people say, oh, well, I'm a conversion copywriter. Okay, well, every, every copywriter is a conversion copywriter. We're all trying to convert. We're always trying to make something happen. So there are a lot of, there's a lot of, of marketing speak out there. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like story, story copywriting. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's still copywriting and the elements that you're using to create the story are still the elements that you would be using in copywriting. I'm mean, not at all saying that that's not like definitely read the story brand book. It yeah. was, I read it and it was a very enjoyable read, but, um, and I'm sure there are one or two things in there that it was like, Oh yeah, you know, um, but there's, I mean, we're marketers, right? Yeah. So, 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 you know, more power to the people who are like, Oh, I'm a conversion copywriter. Oh, I'm a story copywriter. What did I see the other day? Transformational. I like yeah, that transformational copywriter. There's something else. Um, compliance copywriter, uh, something okay, like that. Yeah. It was like, well, Facebook ads are getting turned off left and right, but I'm a compliance copywriter. Like, every copywriter is going to like, I'm not going to try to get your ads turned off. I'm going to, if I'm writing Facebook ads, I'm going to know those, those rules in and out. And yeah, it's it's more marketers. So more power to them, but, but fundamentally it's, it's all, it's all copyright. It's funny hearing you bring that up though, about the compliance copywriter, because, uh, when was it, um, I think around black Friday this past year, Dan Henry was one who sold a compliance copywriting course. Yeah. And, I was like, oh man, I'm sitting here, you know, it's Dan Henry. All he does is market. So it's like, oh man, I can't believe I missed that. That was something I had to have. And I was sitting there and it's uh, the weird thing is a lot of people don't realize it. And I I guess this is kind of like, you know, pulling the curtain back on the wizard of Oz, but a lot of these courses are basically, you know, regurgitated. They sound the same thing, but repackaged. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, if, if someone is, I certainly don't fault them. If someone sees, sees compliance copywriter and that makes them want to take action versus, you know, just digital copywriter or whatever, then great. If that, if that meets their needs, right. Then, then good for them. That's good copywriting. But yeah, I think it's, I think when someone is not in the industry, they can see all these different things and go, oh, geez, do I want to be, do I want to be a storytelling copywriter? Do I want to be a compliance copywriter? Should I be conversion copywriter? And the truth is, if you learn copywriting, you will te- you will be all those things, you know, whether or not you want to call yourself these things. But, but that's, you know, being compliant is, I mean, frankly, you're in big trouble if you're writing ads and you're not compliant. Um, and, you know, being a conversion copywriter, like, yeah, that's what you should be doing and, and telling stories depending on the type of project, of course, but telling stories is going to come in, in certain, certain kinds of projects. And so you're going to be a story conversion compliant and something else, but adjectives, adjectives. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See? <laughs> We're copywriters. We write. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
No, but I'm glad we went off on that direction though, because that actually made me think of something I almost forgot to bring up about the course was uh, uh, one of the things that actually, you know, got me interested in taking, you know, CCA over other stuff. Cause I, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. There's copy chief. There's, you know, I, I can't even think of all of them. Uh, I, anyways, you get the point. Um, mm -hmm. But the one that got me in was the fact that every other one of them and every guru teaches you, you know, pick your niche, pick your service, how you're going to do. And the one thing in your video that stuck out the most out of your video sales letter or webinar was, you know, you don't need to pick a niche. Why mm -hmm. would you pick a niche? Why eliminate yourself now? You know? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, I hear that a lot from from students that have joined um, that that was one of the things that really stood out to them. Um, and I'm glad that it did. Uh, you know, people say, well, I heard this from so and so. And I was like, how do I how do I how do I choose a niche? What is that? You know, and yeah, they're right to be confused and they're right to feel a little lost because how could you possibly know what you want to do? before you are a copywriter, you know, how could you, and even if you are relatively new to it, how could you possibly know what industry you want to write for or what type of writing you want to do, or how could you possibly know? And how could you know too, if, um, if an industry has enough, um, has enough room for you, or if an industry has enough, uh, will be able to support you, or you know, if they they are willing to work with you know newer copywriters. Um, and the problem too is that if you choose a niche and you gear your your website toward it, you gear all of your marketing messages toward it. If someone else happens to come to your site, someone from a different um, from a different industry comes to your website, and they're going to look at your website and go, um, "All right, well." He's that we're not in his niche, so he doesn't want to work with us, even if you would be perfectly happy to take that work. You know, so choosing a niche for a beginning copywriter is is a terrible idea. It's it's artificially limiting your opportunities, and that is the last thing you want to do when you're new. You want to you want to you want to experience a lot of different industries and a lot of different work. And as you're building your portfolio, you want to show a depth and breadth of of skill and of experience and the ability to write in different kinds of voices and that kind of thing. I mean, like three years in, five years in, once you have some experience, if you really, really feel strongly that you want to choose a niche, then absolutely. But you may not, I mean, I've been doing this for more than 15 years and I've never chosen one. It's, it's generally, I would say it's, it's unnecessary, but it's, it's also a really bad idea for brand new copywriters. Yeah, definitely. See, that was the main reason why that got me was just because of the fact that I noticed when I had first started before I really knew what I was doing before I found CCA, um, you know, and got any guidance on how to get clients. The few that I would talk to, they already tried to put me in a niche anyways. I don't know who it is that tells all these people, you know, you need somebody in your niche. They have to be in your niche, which yeah. one of the weirdest things I had to come up with ways to fight that phrase. Uh, you know, like you have to counter, it's just like anything else in selling, you know, somebody has an objection, you come up with a counter to it. Yeah. And, you know, you got to find creative ways to remind people that, Hey, it, I'm a copywriter. It's what copywriters are. Look back 10 years ago, nobody cared about niches. Yeah. You know, it's what is the sudden boost and, you know, the requirement of a niche. So. Well, and that's, that's, marketing too, you know, people are saying, well, you know, you need to join my course and you need to, you need to, and I'll show you how to, to choose a niche and all that kind of stuff. So people go, oh, all right, I have to choose a niche and they're going to tell me how to choose a niche. Um, but unfortunately that, that bit of marketing is just, it's a, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a very bad piece of advice. And I think it trips a lot of people up and, you know, a lot of people go in, they're brand new, they choose a niche and they discover that it's a lot harder to land clients from one small corner of the vast world. Because you and I know every single company and organization needs copy, whether or not they hire a copywriter is a different thing, but every single one needs it. So to start out and automatically go, okay, I'm only going to look at clients here. Pinhole. Yeah, pinhole, when there's so much opportunity out there. Um, why? Why would you do that? And especially yeah. too, because there's so much like, it's so fun to work with clients that you would never even expect to enjoy working with. You know, you, you take a client, you're like, all right, well, you know, I'll take this work. And all of a sudden, like, I think I, 
mentioned this before in the group, but I was doing some work for a company that sold like residential tractors. So like halfway between ride on, tra ride on mowers and like full industrial tractors and digging into like, it's, it's mostly like airline execs in the, the Northwest and how they like airline execs during the week and at the, at the, and the weekend they want to feel like farmers. And it was this, it, it was, it sounds so weird, but it was so fascinating to dig in and learn all about them yeah. and then the craft, the copy that, uh, that connected with them, you know, you, right. you, and you miss out on that. If you're like, well, I only want to work in, you know, whatever you miss out on this opportunity to, to learn all kinds of, of interesting things. And frankly, I would get bored if I were only looking at, you know, one little, one little niche. Yeah, I will say my two favorite parts of anything that I write is doing the research for it, you know, and really diving into who their customers are. Um, and the other part is their voice. Like, in all honesty, I am forever bombing emails at the Harmon Brothers to try and get a job writing for them. I just, ever since the Squatty Potty ad, it's like, this yeah. is my ideal client. So I have to get in here somehow. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Keep yeah. doing it. I, I just love the voice to it. The whole like, yeah, we don't care. Buy this crap. Yeah. So, you know, but anyways, I don't want to keep you too long and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast with me. And, oh, my uh, pleasure. This is super fun. Definitely. Uh, it's been really great to talk to you. Um, now I'm going to include a link in the description to where they can actually see some of CCA. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you want to, in particular, you want them to know about Nikki or Filthy Rich Writer? No, I mean, um, there are, if this has resonated with them, um, if they think it's something that they're, they're kind of interested in, we have a ton of resources, uh, lots of stuff to, to help them dig in a little bit deeper and ascertain whether or not it might be something that's good for them. So they should definitely take a, take a look at the links you'll give them. Yeah, I'll definitely put a few in because Nikki keeps a really great blog over at Filthy Rich Writer. It's everything from copywriting to, you know, I mean, just, I think I've seen some just generally around books and freelancing in general. Mm -hmm. um, plus there's some really, you know, helpful videos. So mm -hmm. again, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on here and talk. It's been great having you on. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoy recording it. If so, please give us a like, a follow, a review, and a few downloads if you're over at Apple. And of course, please share us with some of your friends. Any support like this is greatly appreciated and helps me out, lets me know that I'm doing a good job and that you're enjoying the content. Also, for more content, feel free to come over and join us over at our Facebook group. I'll put a link down in the description of the video. And we'll see you next time.